0: Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by our YouTube page. It's amazing. It's been going off. So off. Our YouTube page is like a big line of 365 firecrackers. And a few days ago, we lit that shit.
1: It's and like a fucking
0: tsunami. It's much like a tsunami. It's, it's coming. crashing
1: down all over your ass
0: right now. Uh-huh. You're looking out there. You're at the beach with your family having a good day, and you look out in the distance, and you're like, What is that? Is that a cloud? Is that a wave? No, you know what that is? That's our YouTube channel. It's coming. It's out on the ocean. And it's coming. (laughs) It's...
1: It's jizzing.
0: Uh Uh-huh, it's picking up moisture and, and high pressure from out there in the ocean, and it's gonna come out, and it's gonna jizz all over your face and car.
1: It's shooting in the breeze.
0: So, Go to YouTube.com and search Natural Habitat Podcast, subscribe, check out our daily uploads that we have going on, and uh, enjoy. Hold up. Don't
1: stop this music yet.
0: It's dope, right?
1: I'm feeling myself right
0: now. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Okay. This episode is also brought to you by... Alto. Alto. Yeah, it's also brought to you by your inner bitch. Leave that shit at home.
0: Yeah, slap it. Leave it at home.
1: Leave it in 2016, actually.
0: That's right. you don't want it. It's a new year, and this is a bitchless year.
1: This is the year of big boy pants. Mm Mm-hmm. 2017. That's right. This is the year of getting shit done, man. Shit.
0: That's right. You
1: know what I'm
0: saying? And it's the year of daily uploads. So subscribe on on YouTube. Let's get
1: deep. We're, We're it
0: through the mud. Yep. And speaking of man shit, today we're talking all about yoga, motherfuckers. Ha! <laughs> it's it's kind of true. What?
1: Why are you gotta spoil it. It's kind of a
0: true statement. All right. Sorry. <coughs> Here, let's play the theme song and then I'll talk about what we're talking about. <coughs> it's not yoga. That was a joke. <coughs> I remember cutting open tauntauns.
1: <coughs> I remember the force. I thought they I used, smelled I bad the
0: force. on the outside.
1: I use force every night, bitch. I'm playing fucking Star Wars.
0: Yeah. Oh. <gasps> oh. Mm-hmm. I'm I use. It. I use the force usually every morning, and sometimes at night when I get home from work. When I take a deuce. Yeah. Sometimes you don't want to use too much of the force though, because that's how you get hemorrhoids.
1: That's how you blow your ass out.
0: It'll happen. <laughs> welcome to the natural world that's not right hey <laughs> oh. come you see what's going on now that we lost jerry i know shit's
1: fucking up but it is what it is right you're the big boy pants
0: yep i gotta put on my big boy pants and i gotta stop playing things in the middle of talking
1: yeah well we're doing it doing it too it you know what
0: i could just cut that out now that i think about it so i'm right, gonna, okay. i'm gonna go back and cut that out and i'm gonna bring it back in right here where i say this is the natural habitat podcast my name is Mikey Buya.
1: My name is
0: M-W-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A. And we are here to, uh, you know, it's it's kind of because we're worried. Everyone's talking about their New Year's resolutions. Everybody wants to get in better shape. And, you know, it's really hard to stick to a workout regimen. Well, not anymore, Jack. That's right. Because we are here to bring you a phenomenal new workout that you might not even know existed.
1: Best one ever.
0: Best one ever. Now. Best one ever. Uh, here, look. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, throw out a name here. We're, Who that? Uh, we're we're talking old school wrestling today.
1: Okay, let me guess.
0: And you want to guess the name I'm gonna Paul throw? Hulk Hogan. No, that is a good no. guess, but that's not the All name. Right, let me guess again. Okay. Ultimate Warrior. No. Keep going.
1: That's not. Um. Sh- Jimmy super flat
0: snooker. Almost.
1: All right. Bruce the Barber Beefcake. No. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. One more guess. The Iron Sheik.
0: No. Those were all great guesses. But this wrestler that I'm about to mention is the one, the only, Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, bang. Uh-huh, bang. He did the hey, pussy hey. with his hands.
1: Yeah, he did the first air pussy. Uh-huh. Even before Jay-Z, right?
0: Yeah. Before oh, yeah. anybody. Yeah. He was he was throwing up the air pussy before anybody. Bang. And. Bang. Quick sidebar real quick. You remember X-Pac? <laughs> yeah. Remember X-Pac on the Suck It thing? Yeah, I remember. And how that blew up and went everywhere. I
1: remember.
0: And people, people didn't even attribute it to X-Pac after a while. It just turned into the Suck It thing. It was this. Yeah, it was it, like. He did a this. Yeah, he did but, down over but, his dick.
1: But. He did the X over the dick, uh-huh. but Triple H did the sides of the dick.
0: Uh-huh. He was like, bam. And, and
1: then Diamond Dallas Page did the pussy dick. Yeah. Wow. He,
0: <laughs> he was like, look, I don't know why you guys are showing off your dick so much. Here's a pussy to look at.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. He did He did air pussy the dick pussy. Wow. That's how he did it. And he it, right? fucked it.
0: And he was like, this is going to be your face tonight in the ring. <laughs> bam. <laughs> hey, that, that is how
1: he did it, though.
0: Yep. Yeah. Now, uh.
1: That's how they all did it. I was just watching this thing, where like um, it was uh, something about Rick Rude, how he was like he he was in both organizations, right? Like he was in WWE, and then something happened where they like robbed Bret Hart of his belt and gave it to. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, yeah. I, wa- I was gonna say Brett Michaels. That's fucking
0: <laughs> so they're funny. like the same fucking guy. I they thought,
1: are the same guy, right? I thought how, I how, thought it was like funny. a
0: mankind kind of situation for a while.
1: Nobody's ever like correlated that before, but yeah. <laughs> what's his name? What was his sexy name? What was, <laughs> I couldn't I can't remember, but
0: Oh yeah. What, what was it? <laughs> was it the heartbreak kid? Um,
1: no, no, no. He did some like fucking other thing for a long time
0: sean michaels right
1: yeah, yeah yeah but anyways so it was uh it it was uh he was talking about how they robbed bret hart of the belt and then he left and went to fucking um wcw and wwe was pre-recorded and wcw was live and they were airing at the same time on the same night yeah so like so, see, he did the one the night before, and then they played it the next night, right? So then he went and exposed them on some shit and saying, like, oh, they gave away the fake belt. They fucking, you know, did all this stuff, and then he caused all the scene. And then he went and joined Hulk and the NWO and Eric Bischoff and everybody over oh, at WWE. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, like, super uh, never-been-done, real, real drama. Hey, and I got like,
0: it. It was the Heartbreak Kid.
1: No, that was his first... Alias, bro. Okay, well then, what was it? <laughs> he did some fucking, I don't know, I don't know. Some he had like some different song and he would like strip and shit. Yeah, and he like wear like <laughs> a
0: fucking like feather boa and shit and come out. Yeah, and be all dancing around. I can't around.
1: remember what it was. What it was called, but he like sang with it and everything. It was funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> but uh, the reason why we started like getting into this is because. There's there's a lot of wrestling terms that you know if you're a hardcore wrestling fan. Like heel and face and like all these different types of people. And heels like are the bad guys get their asses beat. The face everybody loves. And fucking uh, when you're like a bump is when you take a hit harder than it. Like you fucking over exaggerate it and fall on the ground and all like oh all crazy that's like taking a good bump. So some wrestlers are good at it, some wrestlers aren't as good and it looks kind of cheesy. And everybody knows wrestling's fake. That's a big thing that people needed to talk about a lot in the 90s. But there's a lot of times within scripted wrestling shows where things go off script, and that's called a shoot. There's a work, which is something that's on script, something that's planned, and then there's a shoot, which is something that is like a real life fight or somebody tries something new. Or something that they didn't know was gonna happen goes down. And you found these shoot interviews that's a bunch of like, it's a bunch of wrestlers talking as themselves and not as their wrestling persona. They're not like, Tonight at WrestleMania, you're going down, brother. They're like, Yeah, this dude's a fucking asshole and I'm tired of it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was always like, It seems like the thing I've gathered the most is everybody was scared of fucking ravishing Rick Rude. Yeah. He was a real life badass. Yeah. For sure.
0: You got to think <laughs> everybody's everybody has a huge ego. Yeah. Everybody's on steroids. That's it. Yeah. Those are really the only two ingredients you need <laughs> yeah. for a douchebag pie. Yeah. That is it.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, so many of them. Yeah. It was like, as a kid, we didn't know or realize. And maybe even back then, maybe even the adults so much didn't realize. Like, I think. Steroids weren't really like the thing yet. Yeah. It was right around the corner from there. And when you, you saw him, I mean?
0: like like think about that video that we watched with Hulk Hogan making his fucking power shake and everybody sitting by the pool making fun yeah. of everybody. Like they're all having a good time. They all like seem like they're friends. Like this making is fun like fun of
1: themselves and like fucking having yeah. fun.
0: Like this is a gimmick they're doing. It's all a show that they're putting on. But just like yeah. any other place or any other workplace, shit gets real sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: So uh, you know, there are these like there are these moments of gold where a fake wrestling show got real. And uh,
1: I think a lot of times, like their their matches are pretty pretty scripted, right? Like they come up with generalized ideas of like what they're gonna do. They have their signature moves and they have you know what I uh-huh. mean? Like so they plan and time a lot of shit, and, and they, they whisper at each other all
0: the time, and they have code but words that they say. They have,
1: they have, exactly. They like have tells, and they know when. So a lot of it can really be like off the cuff, like kind of like freestyle or whatever, you know. Because like they they do this shit. This is what they do, you yeah. know. So it's and, like an improv. And you can you can definitely tell the difference, also, because like you when, you know when somebody fucks up, that wasn't on purpose.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know
1: what I'm saying. Like, so it's definitely not always all scripted there's room for fucking yeah so so yeah and and then shit just happens and like you said with attitudes and fucking personas or whatever and juice and you know alpha males and the shit just happens you know so
0: yeah fucking joe
1: wrestlers
0: don't get uh they don't get enough respect because it's like they're doing like improv and scripted acting and dancing like choreographed almost like dancing in a way because if they do it right nobody really gets hurt everybody just kind of moves around the punches everybody absorbs everything well and there's like a certain way of falling so it really is crazy to go out there do that do that to your body you know what i mean as fucking as however old these fucking some wrestlers get old as fuck. they're not like you know, football yeah. players or basketball players to where they're done when they're 28. <clears throat> These wrestlers are fucking old.
1: <laughs> they're just getting started at 28.
0: Yeah. So it's dope, dude. You got to fucking, you got to take your hats off to them because they're out here entertaining the people. No matter what you yeah. think about wrestling, there's millions and millions of people that love that shit. Yeah.
1: I'm not, I'm not uh like a fan of new wrestling, but... I still have the nostalgia in me, so like you know, if I see a fucking Hulk come back for something or like you know something crazy like that, I definitely look it up and watch it, and yeah. you know because because like I I'll always have that you know like that's always when it when it was my time, you know like I'll always be nostalgic for that time you know but yeah uh, I'm not so much anymore like I don't know like a lot of the new wrestlers or anything. Like, you know, you know, like, Brock Lesnar, like CM Punk, because they transfer, like, switch over between sports and shit, tri- you know? Uh-huh. Stuff like that. You know, like, certain superstars or whatever, but you don't really hear too much about a lot of wrestlers.
0: Right? Yeah, I kind of... Uh, I gave up around the time when The Undertaker turned into a biker and uh, Randy Orton showed up, and I fucking hated him. Yeah. I hated him enough to stop watching wrestling. It wasn't like... I-
1: I don't even know him enough.
0: Yeah, so enough. Uh, I I saw this video the other day. Check it out. It's uh, it's The Rock watching uh, footage of his first wrestling match, his first WWE match, 20 years ago, and he's like reacting to it. So it's dope. I am feeling myself. I'm so hyped up. I'm so excited. And.
2: I got a fucking Chia Pet on my head as a haircut. All right, so I jump over the top rope like I'm a bad son bitch, and I literally point. I have to rewind this just so you guys know. I think I'm pointing to what's called the hard cam, and I'm literally pointing to nothing. That's why my back was to you guys. And again, I had this whole thing mapped out in my head that I was gonna jump over the ropes, I was gonna look at the hard cam, because we're always told, you look at the hard camera, the main camera, you're speaking to the world. Jump over the top ropes, I'm like, yeah, I'm here, da, 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 da. Fucking hard cameras behind me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go right now. So the reaction continues. Um, Jake the Snake just got hit. What what looks to be a heart punch uh, from a man by the name of Crush, who was an awesome guy who has since passed away, um, and I appreciate him so much. So so after that elimination, now I am the only one left. It is one against two, and it is uh, it is the two heels against and the one young player, rookie baby face. Now I'm gonna pause entire it right here me. because something really, really cool happened. These guys are amazing athletes that go out, so I had no idea what the finish of this match was going to be until maybe an hour before the match. So we set it up where uh, ultimately the final three competitors were two bad guys against one good guy, and that was me. So the moment Jake the Snake Roberts got beat, you felt an immediate shift in the tone of the crowd. 22,000 people in Madison Square Garden, they looked at the two bad guys, they looked at the new rookie, and in that moment, 22,000 people can either go, shit, he's gonna get his ass kicked, or they go, shit, he's gonna get his ass kicked, but you know what, we like that dude, and we want him to kick ass too, and 22,000 people did something in this moment that defined my career and literally changed my life in one night. And it's something you can't write. It's something in wrestling you can't write. You can't script it. You can't script it in Hollywood because you just can't script how people are gonna react to something. And that thing that they did was 22,000 people started chanting my name. Here we go. VIA is left with two Holy shit, look I at that hair. <laughs>
3: Two on one sounds kind of good. All
2: right. They'll look at this, um, a newcomer. They're already chanting his name the entire building. It the last time. They're chanting my name. They're this like, Rocky, get incredible. a haircut. You're Holy shit. <laughs> 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 so I'm in there with a guy named Crush. First name was Brian. He's since passed away, he's amazing. Also, he was a great friend. And also, a good buddy of mine who's still in the WWE kicking ass is Goldust. All right, this is called a test of strength. And back in the good old days of wrestling, uh...
0: Here, I'm gonna skip to the to the end of the match because it's dope. Got
2: you, brother. I mean, it was—it's a very special landed on him i started pinning the referee was counting one two you'll see my head down and i was actually speaking to him and as as i am pinning him i am saying to him thank you so much brother thank you so much i appreciate that and i heard him say ah got you brother i mean it was it's a very special thing when something like this happens so anyway i just wanted to share that with you guys
0: that's dope right
1: yeah that's crazy
0: yep so that was like his first match these dudes took him in and that just shows like the camaraderie that you had as a wrestler. It was like they were their own tribe,
1: yeah, it's like that in um football and baseball and stuff too, you know, like I feel like a lot of sports when you're when you're up and comer and you come to a new squad, I think a lot of people give you some shit, but for the most part, try to look out for you and want you to want you to do well, you know, and that's that's really
0: cool, yeah, but sometimes. It's the opposite of fucking The Rock's inspirational story. And sometimes shit gets crazy. So, uh, let's see. I have, I got this video (laughs) of five crazy unscripted moments in pro wrestling. Daniel
4: Putter versus Kurt Angle. In 2004, during an aired segment of WWE reality show called Tough Enough, the unexpected happened right on the ring. Daniel Putter, an amateur wrestler who hadn't made a name for himself yet, took on a challenge to go against Kurt Angle to have a shot on a million dollar contract in pro wrestling. After a back and forth shuffle, Daniel had gripped onto Kurt Angle's arm forcing it in an awkward position and decided to go off script by trying to break Kurt Angle's arm. The referee quickly and decided to stop the match by giving the title to Kurt Angle. If the match hadn't been stopped, Kurt's arm would have snapped off. That was a very embarrassing moment for Kurt Angle.
0: So that fool just, he just gave up. Like, he, (laughs) he was wrestling. He was an actual wrestler that moved into professional wrestling. Got on the top, and then instead of going along with the show, he tried to break his arm for real. I think I remember that. So that was, that's just, you know, you get in the moment. And you're a fucking savage. Some sort of warrior. Yeah,
1: Kurt Angle was a real wrestler too, though. Yeah. He was a legit, like, real wrestler. And a big wrestler.
0: So that's probably why he didn't break his arm.
4: Number four. Red Heart loses his temper. During a scripted event called Montreal Screwjob, this event was supposed to mark one of the greatest fights eh? between two legendary fighters, Shawn Michaels it? versus Bret. Heart.
0: Montreal Screwjob.
4: Rivals not only yeah. in the rain, but also backstage. The problem was that Hart owned complete creative control of the matches he fought, which allowed him to pick his wins for some of the fights. As he went on the ring thinking that he would win versus Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels got him into a sharpshooter and eventually won the match. Matter at the stern of this unexpected and shocking event, Hart lost it all and started to destroy tables, ring aside side equipments, and even spat on the president slash CEO of WWE Vince McMahon. Number-
0: okay, so let's talk about that a little bit. The incident in Montreal. Uh, This was... What was it called again?
1: This the, is the one we were talking about earlier. This yeah, is the one. they just
0: said it, but I forget the name of the thing. Screwjob. Screwjob is what it was. And that's what happened. It was Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels won. Bret Hart got pissed. Started fucking shit up. And then attacked Vince McMahon?
1: Well, it- uh yeah. How to go down. Yeah, well you gotta you gotta let them tell it. I can't tell it better than they can, you know. But right. um you can watch the there's a video of them all talking about it, of Bret Hart himself talking about it and um and then other people who are there also. And everybody's story pretty much correlates to where the shit happened and Vince McMahon swindled him, basically and yeah. cheated him. You know, because right there he just told you that he he had it in his contract where he could pick his own shit. And Vince McMahon decided otherwise that night and gave his belt away. And, um, that's why the shit happened with Rick Rude. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he went and, like, aired it out and then went over and joined, uh, NWO or whatever and just caused all the drama.
0: Well, uh, I think it's dope that he fucking did something about it. Instead of just taking it, he fucking kicked the shit out of Vince McMahon real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well when you when you watch the story, it's epic. It's super epic the way they tell it because he gave him an out. He told him to leave. Yeah. But a lot of people don't realize that Vince McMahon has always been working out in like and, like, he's always been just as big as all the wrestlers. You yeah. know, like, he never noticed it until he got old and he was just, like, super big still. But I've seen him all the way back in the day. And the dude has always been a big motherfucker, you know? And he's always been, like, wrestling with all the wrestlers and shit. Yeah. And, and so, like, you know, he's a, he's a businessman and a promoter, you well, know? He doesn't look, look it because he
0: wears suits all the time.
1: Exactly, but he's also a badass, probably too. You know, like mm. maybe not a badass, but probably can take it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, probably can like you know handle his own. So, you know, like he was given the opportunity apparently to like go, and he decided not to go. So, so he, he got his asking. he got into it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and uh, and that's just one instance of like all the background drama that. We never got to know that I'm finding it so fucking interesting now, you know, because when we were kids, we weren't trained to see any of these things. We weren't trained to spot the obvious, you know, and now through my adult eyes watching this shit, I'm like tripping out on it. Yeah. And like and all these stories are super interesting and awesome. And it's like it's cool to see like who was legit, who wasn't. Who fucking partied, who took it serious, who fucking, who like cared about the sport, who was just there for a job, who fucking, you know, like there's so many aspects that we didn't care about or didn't like know or care to care about, you know, back then. But now those things are important to us, you know
0: yeah it's like with anything that you that you enjoyed as a kid when you look back on it as an adult you're like what the fuck was i watching are you serious and you see yeah. all the shit that you miss well wrestling definitely is like ripe with that
1: yeah but it still has the same nostalgic value at the same time yeah because like i watch it and i am still in just as much awe as I was
0: uh-huh. <laughs> when I was a kid, you know? I'm like I'm like, oh You get that thing where like your body uh, your body turns off and you're just like
1: I don't know man just I a fucking face. I hear the fucking Hulk steam song and I still get excited. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, yeah, Hulkomania, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's crazy, but what the fuck?
0: Yeah, man. It's uh it's definitely one of those things that'll like I think that the old school wrestling events like i have uh i have like some like king of the cage thing with undertaker versus uh mankind on vhs and i think that good like that particular tape with all the matches on it it has like a bunch of historic matches and shit that'll be good forever like anybody could watch that forever as long as there's still a capability to play a vhs tape or copy it onto something yeah but there's just something about it man i think that it just appeals to people no matter what you bring that shit 300 years ago and show it to people they'd be like
1: yeah they'll
0: love it they won't even (laughs) be they won't even be worried about how you're doing it they'll be like this is amazing Show yeah, me like, more of this. Fuck
1: yeah, space <laughs> wrestling. That's what they'd be thinking it was, you know. Yeah, like, space and wrestling. It, and it really was, you know. It was shit. Was out there. Shit was crazy. These motherfuckers were nuts. Like, yeah. And and it was so entertaining. It was like, it was raw and theatrical, and it was like. Yeah, you tell was, me.
0: You tell me that Macho Man Randy Savage didn't kind of look like an alien.
1: Yeah, shit. With all Any, of his colors, the <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. And yeah. like the crazy batshit things he would say, mm-hmm. like all of them would just run over and just say like the dumbest shit you'd ever hear ever, and you're yeah. like, oh, what are you talking <laughs> about, man? What are you really saying? And it's nothing. They're just coked out, and they're like fucking, just like, Shh. being space cadets. And, but you don't know that. They're just in their own like mini theater, you know. And it's so, it 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 was like, it was like um, life art. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, it was like, uh, almost like a modern day, like how a play or a movie was a long time ago. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a real life reality show drama type of thing, like right in front of you. Yeah. But that's halfway scripted that you didn't know about.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's like, uh. (laughs) It's like fucking. It's like soap operas for people who don't like soap operas. Yeah, and it still it has all the all the same elements, just with more fighting. Yeah, I oh,
1: don't know, man. It was intense. I don't know what it's like now. I'm sure it's like, I'm sure it's some form or a version of like what it was for us back in our day. I just don't understand it anymore. But I mean, like kids today probably do. They get it. Wrestling is just as big as ever was, if not bigger. It's probably. It's still huge as fuck.
0: Yeah, they still do for, fucking all their events all the time.
1: Yeah, for for the money they make and like the money wrestlers make and how like how big their celebrities are is nuts.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so we started this talking about yoga, talking about DDP, and everybody was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Nobody understands you." Yeah, I thought you said you were going to talk about yoga. You haven't talked about yoga. Why did you bring up Diamond Dallas Page? Well, for people that don't know what Diamond Dallas Page has been up to, I'm going to let you guys guess. I'm going to leave a blank spot right here. Go ahead and guess what he's been up to.
1: Um, uh, what is it? Doesn't he do the DDP? That's his move, right?
0: Yeah, the, DD, the DDP. DDT?
1: Oh yeah, DDT. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Bah! That's right. That's what that's what he's been doing. He's been doing a lot of that. He's been
0: doing outside. the DDT all day, yeah, just you, to random you know, strangers. Like
1: the John Cena troll videos. That's what he's been doing. DDT what, videos. What if
0: it turned out that the DDT like really straightened your back, and he just like became a chiropractor which is DDT and was just in people? You can go get a DDT from DDP for twenty bucks. Shit,
1: I'm going.
0: Well. It's too bad because he hasn't been doing that. But what he has been doing is teaching yoga. He became a yogi. He created something called the DDP Yoga. Yogi Bear? He's a Yogi Bear. And uh, the whole thing with uh, DDP Yoga is no running, no jumping, no lifting, which is, I think, with every yoga, right? (laughs) I'm pretty sure all yoga is like that. Uh, so he said that he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be the kind of guy that did yoga, started doing yoga, found out that it really helped him, and then started teaching yoga. So I have this clip of him on some cheesy ass TV show. You want to watch that? Yeah. And we're going to do the yoga along with him.
1: All right, let's do it. All right. I'm ready.
3: Spot my heart for veterans, and uh, I was blown away as we went through this of his dedication and his work ethic you got to remember though too i know a little something about being disabled as far as being injured i was a professional wrestler people can say what they want about professional wrestling one thing stands true you can't fake gravity
1: no you can't
3: (laughs) and the beating that we took i'd blown out my back so badly that three doctors said my wrestling career was over so I worked it back, and I'm a guy who wouldn't be caught dead doing yoga before I started doing this program, but I was so injured, that's all I could do. And I combined it with the rehabilitation moves, and I found, well, if I could start really slow with this, and I knew what kind of comeback I did, well, if he really wanted to do this and checked his ego before he put the DVDs in, that he could do anything. And Our catchphrase is, it ain't your mama's yoga. <laughs> Will Can you we... come up here and show us what sure. is your mama's yoga? Sure.
0: <laughs> Alright, are you ready? Should we be worried? Yeah. Alright, let's do it.
3: No. I can't see. Uh, look, look, at, look at Arthur. You saw Arthur's oh. in the video. So you yeah. see that he couldn't do...
0: Hold on. I gotta share the screen.
1: <laughs> Damn it.
0: I thought you were All watching. Alright,
1: right, I'm clearing the, my, my yoga
0: path. Okay, everybody out there, if you're in your car, go ahead and clear out some space in your car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> if
0: you're at work, you're taking a break. If you're at home, move your table. We're gonna do some DDP yoga.
3: All right. Look, look at look at Arthur. You saw Arthur's in the video. So you yeah. see that he couldn't do anything. So he used a chair, he did what his body said he could do. So I'm gonna give you like modifications into what we're gonna do. and to keep it really simple, but I want to show you what makes DDP yoga its own animals, dynamic resistance. And that's the engaging of muscles as you move. Every time you engage a muscle, you know this. Your heart's gotta beat faster to get the blood to the muscle. So you end up in a fat-burning zone, virtually standing still. Okay, so what I want you to do is lightly bend your knees. This is what I call ignition. Now I want you to grip with your toes, straighten your legs, pull your adductors together. Straighten your legs. Now tuck your tailbone, squeeze your glutes. Squeeze your quad, squeeze your glutes, grab the ball. I want you to imagine your body's a fire hydrant. When the fire hydrant turns on, boom, open those fingers wide. Now reach for the sky, call this touchdown. Now as you lower... Bring your thumb and index fingers <laughs> together. Push them against each other. back <laughs> <Hey, John. laughs> <laughs> <Totally laughs> right. ah. Okay, now we're gonna turn our toes and knees out. we're gonna go to a catcher position. Now if you've got what? Arthur's gonna do it at his most challenging <laughs> position, I wanna do the modification to this position. Now I want you to slowly squat and drop and lower. I'm only gonna lower this far. As you can see, Arthur, he's all the way. Woo! Down. Check you now, out. Reach oh. your arms oh. up. Wow.
0: All right, I'm already tired. I gave up.
3: Put <laughs> your toes and knees forward.
0: <sighs> I hurt my back.
3: Roll it right up in a touchdown. Reach, grab that ball. Open those fingers. Keep them tight.
0: Dude. That's that <laughs> Fucking Arthur back there. You see this fool? No, I can't see it. It keeps on I know.
1: Why well, is doing that?
0: Okay, can you see it now?
1: Yes.
3: Up in a touchdown. Reach, grab that ball.
0: Open those fingers. Keep them tight. Look how intense he is. He looks like Good. Kevin Spacey now. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's, looking, he's looking like <laughs> he's an Asian Kevin Spacey. And that's, yeah, that's him in the background.
1: That's so funny.
0: So we saw this and we saw Arthur back here. And he's all talking about how Arthur is going to do full extension. And Arthur is going to go all the way down. Or Arthur is going to do this. And then fucking we, uh, we found a video that is Arthur's transformation. And it's called uh, Never Ever Give Up Arthur's Inspirational Transformation And it's on Diamond Dallas Page's YouTube And the shit is crazy Yes The shit is super crazy
1: Yeah Um, He fucking Made a crazy transformation One that you definitely Did not see coming And when you can achieve something like that And the short amount of time that he did from something as simple as yoga. um, It kind of, like, makes you question what the fuck you're doing with yourself. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because, like, all it it takes is dedication. That's it. 100%. You just got to do it.
0: Yeah. That's literally all it takes. This dude, (laughs) Arthur, fucking was, uh, I don't know, a few hundred pounds at least. And uh was on like walkers like had those fucking like something about mary walkers you know what i'm talking about and yeah. uh like the double canes and he was told uh, by his doctors that he would never be able to walk unassisted again and he did this yoga he could he was falling over all the time could barely like hold a pose and then it would go like the next week and the next week and he was getting better and better and then fucking trying to stand on his head. And then almost broke all of his dishes. And then stood on his head. Eventually. Fucking running through the park. Like a madman. And they said he would never walk unassisted again. And he's running. And now he looks like Kevin Spacey, dude. Getting laid yeah. by fucking teenagers. Like an American Beauty. That's Kevin Spacey's real life, right? I don't know. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Never heard of it
1: never heard of it <laughs> <laughs> you already know <laughs> i really never heard of it yeah for sure
0: so uh so it's crazy that diamond dallas page was a dope wrestler
1: like you yeah, said
0: yeah. fucked up his body doing wrestling a bunch of other wrestlers did it and created this yoga routine that's easy to do it's like fun it sounds hella like gay and cliche when i say that but it's fun it's like energetic it's a wrestler that's doing it so you feel like you're not doing some like pansy yoga thing
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: and it wasn't like you know downward dog and lean and do this like it was all kinds of like fucking energetic shit. but just that like 30 seconds that i did i flexed like multiple muscles in my body that i didn't even know were there and i did hurt my yeah. back for real my back does hurt after i did that so i did something wrong
1: <laughs> All right, well, more facts to be found about Dom Daz Page that are interesting also. So, like, go watch some videos and shit. He gave Razor Ramon his name and gave him his start. And, like, a lot of other people in the business, he brought a lot of people up after he got in. And he was, like, one of the oldest rookies to ever start. He was, like, in his 30s, like 35 or something when he got his start or some shit like that. And he's helped a lot of people a lot of people with his yoga already including like celebrities like gabriel iglesias the, com- the comedian and like um the- a huge list of like um wrestlers like scott hall and kevin nash and like um uh, jake the snake and like all these other people who are always giving these crazy testimonials all over the place for him and, and like he's teaching all these classes and like doing good work you know what i'm saying like like, he's helping people. He's doing shit for people that he didn't have to do. Um, YouTube celebrities, fucking all kinds of people. So you really gotta, like, you gotta research into it. People that you would've never thought, and he's out there trying to help them, trying to push them to, to like, be better and get healthy and, like, help themselves before it's too late. And, you know, and, and I think it's super commendable and respectable, and it's good to see that somebody like him is out there doing that shit, and we support it for sure. Um, fuck. Yeah, I agree. Down, down, down page. Keep killing it.
0: Fuck right? yeah, he's a shit. And you know, like, he started as an announcer. He used to work at a nightclub. Uh, he didn't read a book until he was 32 years old. And he fucking did all kinds of crazy shit with his life. And now he, uh, he also tours the country speaking on awareness of learning disabilities and i didn't even realize it but he's been in like hella movies yeah he was in the devil's rejects
1: yeah he's been in a lot of shit he's just he's just always doing something always killing it always you know and i think that's a super common theme with us and what we're talking about all the time is like how you gotta do some shit you know, you gotta like if there's something you like or you wanna do, you gotta just do that shit. You gotta just keep on doing shit all the time. Keep doing shit, do shit, do shit, do shit. You know, like that's 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 it. You only have so much time, you know. Yeah. And and like, what's gonna happen when you get old and you're just like, what the fuck did I do? With and my you're stuff? like,
0: oh no, I didn't do anything. I wait, yeah. hold on, I wanna do stuff, and then you die. Yeah, hold up, and then it's done. Hold up, hey. Uh, <laughs> all right uh well we will be back on thursday with yet another episode this might even turn into some sort of wrestling week i don't know
1: you never know
0: you never know we'll see but
1: we're gonna, we're gonna do some yoga
0: we're gonna go do some yoga right now i gotta fix my back i heard it yeah all right peace out everybody
1: Natural habitat reporting.